DIY Magazine podcast at Glastonbury. Welcome to DIY's podcast. Um, thanks for clicking play. Um, I'm Elle, Features Editor at DIY, and you'll also be hearing from Will, online editor, um, on the podcast. This is the first episode, and we are at Glastonbury Festival for the whole weekend chatting to bands. Um, if, you, if you're into what you've heard, uh, you can tweet us at DIY Mag, at DIY Mag. Um, and we've got online coverage of Glastonbury going on all weekend uh, on the DIY website, DIY.com. Um, if you want to subscribe to our podcast, you can do that on Apple, Audioboom, Stitcher, or wherever else you get them from already. Anyway, without further ado, let's get going. Um, here's uh, me and Will talking to Everything Everything just before their secret set um, yesterday. So we're here at Glastonbury, uh, backstage in a lovely little yurt uh, with lots of cool things going on. There's a table tennis thing over there and there's some bean bags. And also we've got Jeremy from Everything Everything. Hello. How here are we you are doing? Again. Yeah, really good, thank you. I mean, I love it here. Everyone loves it here. It's great. Yeah, cool. Um, so given that you're in Everything Everything, mm. uh, we want to ask you, um, to describe everything, everything that you've seen today so far when you've been on site. I've not seen enough today because we've literally just come straight here and done this. But I, I see that the weather is good. Touch wood. I see <laughs> that people are enjoying themselves. Some people look amazingly messed up already, which is admirable. Some people have really put the, the hours in already. Yeah, on yeah. the Thursday, which is cool. Yeah, you've also seen a cheese toasty. I've have. I've seen a cheese toasty and I've eaten part of it. And I think that will probably be it now until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you just always manage to survive on one meal a one day. One meal a day. I don't, I, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Everybody, things, things change on this hallowed ground, don't they? <laughs> People talk very, very candidly about their toilet uh, arrangements. Yeah. And you wouldn't do that in normal life. And you eat one meal a day. Um, and you drink hot cider for breakfast and yeah it's it's a wonderful liberating place you know this is this is like coming to church for me i only do it once a year it's here <laughs> have you got any particularly glass uh, messy glastonbury memories oh yeah man yeah some of which are not fit for broadcast but some <laughs> are mostly like just you know toughing it out with everybody else in the really 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 mud bath years like 2005 my tent was flooded and I didn't have any wellies and I just had a plastic bag. Two plastic bags on, each, on a foot. And then I put my foot inside my trainers with plastic bags inside. I thought, this is foolproof, mate. And I did feel dry and then I eventually took my socks off about 48 hours later and realised that my feet were literally rotting and I had <laughs> trench foot. I know, I know, your faces say it all. But... I went to the medical tent, they sorted me out, and I was curiously proud of it that I'd, you know, actually contracted a kind of wartime disease. And 12 years later, you've still got a story out of it that you can yeah, roll man. out again and That again. was in 2005, so I would have been like, well, I was young then, and I'm not anymore. But it doesn't stop me from behaving exactly the same way when I come here. I think the first time I came here was to see Radiohead as well, actually, in 2003, so I've kind of come full circle. I think this is my 10th year in the last 14 and it's going to see Radiohead again tomorrow night so it'll yeah. be lovely yeah it should be wonderful are you sticking around the whole weekend yeah uh, as long as I can manage it yeah yeah very nice how was the show in London last night you really just come good back. really enjoyable and we've only played for four shows so far of 
like on this new album and we're playing we were playing seven or eight new songs in the set and that's quite a lot to ask of people in the bigger rooms especially and we played a quite a big room in Manchester there's like 2,000 people there and people were so welcoming and patient with the new stuff and there was just just great vibe at both the Manchester and London shows and the little gigs we did to warm up beforehand as well Hebden Bridge was amazing great venue that Hebden Bridge Trades Club and Nottingham Rescue Rooms is a really good room as well so we've had a really good time so far I think the secret show that we're playing tonight that's right it's a secret uh, for the podcast that goes out tomorrow exactly. so it's fine so I know I can be confident in saying yeah we're playing at 10 o'clock tonight on Williams Green we're not really telling anybody we've done it until now and we I think the the surprise element for us and for the audience is the attraction really we're going to play a few new things and quite a lot of old stuff but it's just so much fun to do that gig and just turn up and plug in and and just smash it out for 45 minutes we've done it a few times after like the main show at Glastonbury and it's always been kind of the better the better gig in a way yeah yeah um, so obviously you're at Williams Green yeah. later on tonight. Um, do you reckon Jeremy Corbyn will be crowd surfing? I, during your yeah, I, I think that's very likely. I don't know when when does he come? When is he coming in? Um, supposedly on Saturday. He is a phenomenon. People have been chanting his name at all of our shows recently. It's and it's nothing to do with us. It's just to do with any large gathering of people, <laughs> and it's yeah. it's going to be everywhere this weekend support for him and what he's representing and you know that, I welcome it yeah well maybe he'll be up there later he so might there. be yeah. what, do you, what do you think Jeremy Corbyn's favourite everything everything song would be I doubt he has one in all honesty <laughs> um, what would be his favourite I don't know what he's into what does he like what's he, his he likes, he likes Oasis he likes making jam he likes making um, jam we don't really have any bread. making jam songs um Got any songs about shortbread? Uh, got any songs about being red? Anything red? red being, being red, being looking red, red stuff. There's a lot of socially conscious material. <laughs> I can't really narrow it down. He might be into some of it, but he'd probably have to do some digging. The new stuff. The new stuff, the old stuff. It's all there. All of the Get stuff. to Heaven was pretty politicised. He might like that, or he might. He might. I mean, if I was him, I'd be into like Eric Satie. I'd, I'd want some really like relaxed escapist music to listen to not not some middle class white boys shouting about what he does for a living which is what we do <laughs> I don't think he'd find that very attractive um, so what are your plans later tonight after your set then are you going to be able to stick around yeah I'm going to get wasted man uh, <laughs> yeah I'm just uh, we are, we're actually staying off site this year which it, I feel is kind of cheating but we were offered it and we took it. So um, I'm apprehensive about how I'm going to get back to my tent tonight. But if I'm going to take it as it comes. Yeah, yeah, well, this is the thing. I might just collapse in a field and <laughs> wait till the morning. That'll be fine. <laughs> well, good luck finding your way back. Thank you so a, much. Have a smasher. Thank you. Um, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for having a chat to us. Cheers. Disturbing your cheese toasty consumption. Yeah, I'm going to get back to that now. <laughs> get some sustenance in me while I can. Cheers, guys. DIY. At Glastonbury. Okay, this is on. So we are at Glastonbury with Glass Animals. Hello. We are. Hi. Hello. Uh, you've already played today. It's only like 2 p.m. You've already <laughs> yeah, played. Yeah, yeah, we have. It's been a, a frenetic start. Yeah. First day. I think at Glastonbury, you've just got to take it as it comes. 
yeah, you d definitely do just have to sort of ride whatever is thrown at you, I feel. Yeah, are you sticking around for the whole weekend? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. For, the fir for my first time, oh. I've never been a punter. You've got so much to see. Yeah. It's also the first time that any of us have actually been to a festival as a punter for, um, for, for a very yeah. long time. Is it normally just in, in play the set and go yeah, out? Exactly. Yeah, completely. So yeah. it's gonna, I'm actually really lo looking forward to letting my hair down and letting things get messy. Yeah, have you been given any tips of where to go or who to see? Um, I'm, I'm going down a rabbit hole at some point. Yeah, That's metaphorically um, and literally. Yes, yeah. both of those things, hopefully at the same time. Um, there's a crow's nest that needs to be um, found. found. Uh, I've got, we've got some friends, Jaguar Mara there, and they've oh. told me to go and find them. Oh, so cool. I've heard they like, they're always at the crow's that nest. Is their, the, the crow's nest is their hub. That's HQ, cool. Jaguar Mara HQ. I probably should not have told the world that, but if you do need to find them, that's where they'll be. Um, and I'm going to watch Radiohead and yes. drink a lot of beer. Yeah. That, yeah. Those are my plans for the day. Very lovely. I've heard Puma Rosa have got their own stage up in the park as well. They like they do the sound for one of the stages. Oh, wicked. Like, wow. I saw Jamie last night and he was like, yeah, like the stage that's the ship in the park, just come up and say hi. I was like, wicked. Cool. I don't, well, they did not tell out. us that. We were, we were with them in America for months and they didn't say a word, so maybe we'll go and gate crash their ship. Yeah, yeah. So we are currently uh, backstage at Glastonbury, and there are a lot of animals around. So we've got a giraffe over there. There's some yeah. flamingos. There's a lion. There's a lion. Oh god, a lion there. Pretty cool. That fur looks very real. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty oh, sad though. He's a bit cold. Yeah. Oh, it's a good spot though. I like this. Yeah, I've yeah. Never been back here before. Yeah. It's, um, it's I can I can see a lot of famous people. Yeah. I can see royal blood over there. It's just like it's like where's Wally, except Wally is just all the <laughs> famous people. Yeah, we have a section of the magazine like spotted, so just we, seeing we any band. I've I've saw someone else over there. Can't remember who. I mean, I saw though. one of Glass Animals face down in the mud at 3 a.m. at Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spotted. That'll yeah. be him over there. Yeah, that will definitely be. <laughs> him. Always true. Yeah, always always true. true. First time I ever met Drew after the beggars Christmas party. So I live with Molly. Oh, oh yeah, um, and Dave and Drew and Amy came back yeah, to yeah, ours, yeah. and that was a that was <laughs> a big one. Yeah, 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 I mean you've got to you've got to sort of be brave when you're inviting Drew to a party. Yeah, you're, you're in it for the long haul if he's yeah. there. Um, and are you ones to chuck yourself into the festival environment? Really go for it. hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, there are going to be. Um, we'll probably all be topless bathing in each other. In, in I each mean, we we, we used to do this before we were bands. Yeah. And we went to Reading together one memorable year. We were 18. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I, I first time I ever went to yeah, a festival we, was with Dave when I was 13, I think, 14. Oh, wow. That's, I mean, that's why me and Dave are friends. So we, we definitely have previous when it comes to festivals. We, yeah. we know how to do it, but yeah. we just haven't done it for a while. So that's why it's quite exciting to get back to grips with it all again. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think the UK festival, I've never been to a festival in America, but from what I hear, the UK it's ones the are the, the carnage. It's not the same thing. This is yeah. This is... This is serious, you know, this shit's serious. <laughs> like Coachella is a very beautiful, it's yeah. gorgeous and perfect, but this is like, you know, you've got to get down and dirty and get on with it. And actually, I do think when it rains at festivals, it tends to actually make the atmosphere a bit better sometimes, because yeah. everyone's in it together. And it doesn't matter who you are, how tall you are, how beautiful your shoes are, you're all disgusting. Yeah. And everyone is together. Like it can be quite a kind of bonding experience. Yeah. Were you here last year? Um, no, we weren't. No. The mud was unbelievable. Really? So it like torrentially rained the, the week before the festival. So like when all the trucks were coming in to bring the stages and stuff, they were just like getting stuck, churning up. That's mad. I just remember, I have a memory of 
trying to walk up to the park stage and like falling over like a board like on my and then looked up and there were like two Mr. Blobbies wrestling <laughs> it's just like I'm still scarred it's been like it's been a year and Best it's still memories love yeah, them they're priceless yeah. They are absolutely well, priceless. Will like, stay with you forever. Yes. Yeah. Well, I hope you have plenty of festival memories so this weekend. I. And thank you. I hope yeah, I'm one do. of the Mr. Blobbies. Yeah, you're going to be <laughs> naked in the mud, face down. I hope I'm that memory for someone else. Uh, you're listening to DIY podcast coverage recorded live on Worthy Farm, deep in the Somerset countryside, the site of Glastonbury Festival. We're a monthly mag, online and podcast, bringing you the best in new music and festival coverage, and it's all on www.diymag.com Still to come, we have a chat with Liverpool's Circle Waves, but first yesterday, Elle got charitable and went to hang out with a nice man called Bob who works for Greenpeace and he's been to 28 Glastonbury's with them So Team DIY uh, down at Glastonbury um, and every day we're going to be talking to a worthy cause, so a charity that's on site at the festival and is doing really important work, uh, just to find out a bit about what they're doing um, on site and why um, and I'm here with Bob from Greenpeace um, would you be able to tell me in a sentence what work Greenpeace do for people who might not know well in the, in, in the big world or at Glastonbury um, in the big world in first big let's world. start with the big world uh, Greenpeace is an environmental organisation that started in the early 70s and our mission is to defend nature and, uh, and to work for a peaceful planet 30 odd countries around the world and um, yeah that's our, our mission is to do that yeah and how about at Glastonbury then our mission at Glastonbury is very similar in a way um, we're here to um, well here, here to give people a good time because it's a it's a pop festival yeah uh, we've been here, here since the early 90s um, we're here to sign up new supporters particularly activists Greenpeace takes no money from any corporations or companies or trusts or governments or anything we're entirely funded by the public who support us so we're here to get new supporters and we're particularly looking for people that can come and be activists uh, we think that people who come to Glastonbury are here to live their wild side uh, you know if they can live in a field with or without mud and rain yeah. uh, it, they've at least shown that they kind of quite like it uh, they like to be out in the environment so we're looking for people like that to come and join our campaigns yeah and we're looking for support. Um, Michael Evis supports us, makes it possible for us to be here, Michael and Emily. Um, and yeah, we want to give people a memorable time so that when they go away from here and they perhaps they see somebody in the street who normally people walk away from, yeah. they can think, oh, I saw Greenpeace at Glastonbury, they gave me a good time, maybe I'll go and have a chat with them. Yeah, and you were saying about giving people a fun time as well as raising awareness. And yeah. um, I was at your area earlier, and you've got um, a climbing wall, you've yeah. got a skate park down there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there was sort of a Yorkshire brass band um, doing. New York, the New York brass band. I, I think they were from Yorkshire. There no, they're called the New York. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Street New band, York. New York. Okay. And they were doing "I Will Survive" by yeah. Laura Gaynor. Yeah, and yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really busy. And, and if you'd come down earlier, you would have seen the amazing lady who does our power ballad yoga. And there were probably yeah. a thousand people. And she brought the fan club, which was about forty fans, all dressed in, in amazing sort of colours and day glows, and it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So that's on every morning, on the field at ten. Yeah, and we're a doing organisation, we're an action-led organisation, so the field reflects that, there's lots of things to do. Yeah. yeah, with the climb stuff, the skating, you know, there's all sorts of things that people can take part in, and that's what we try and do. Yeah. 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 
Um, so you were telling me earlier that you've done 28 Glastonbury's with Greenpeace and even more yourself. Um, what's your favourite Glastonbury oh, memory of all time? Oh, they've, <laughs> they've all got favourite times. Oh, they've all got favourite times. I think maybe when the Dalai Lama came and we gave him lunch. And that was followed by when Prince Charles came on our field <laughs> and we gave him lunch. And now we're trying to top that, so we don't need the Popes are probably going to come next. <laughs> but, I mean, there's been magic every every year, really. I mean, I don't know, I go back to the first Glastonbury, yeah. where you could just drive on and get out, and that was it, you didn't have to do anything, you know. It's got a lot more, a lot busier, a lot more organised, I guess. But I, I think I, m- my favourite moment is seeing people come onto our field when we open it in the morning. It's a bit like Harrods Sale. And Emily Evis opened it this year. Um, took the fence down at the front, which we put up to keep the grass green. And, and people rush in, and it's, it's just amazing seeing people. I might get my enjoyment out of seeing people having a good time. Because yeah. we come down, we've been down since the beginning of the end of May, actually building the field so once it's open and people come in that's yeah. amazing we have these amazing hot showers as well in the queue this morning for those was like from where the showers are right across right across <laughs> the field right up, up the track yeah up the railway track i think people got so sweaty yesterday that they wanted to come and have a yeah, shower it was a scorcher so, yeah so you can come and have a hot shower yep you can uh, we have the brilliant calf a great bar great bands just come and have a good time you know yeah. and, and and let's t- let's talk to you about what we can do to to help the planet really because we the planet's under great stress you know and things like um the, the whole e- 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 european union stuff all that leaving and donald trump and all what's happening now with you know it's all like it's they're turning the clock back in a way we're a bit on the back foot so we need we need people to come and um get involved in a way and if you see the arch that you walk to it through when you come onto the green it says it says um resist mm-hmm. which is um what we need to do we need to resist people pushing us around and telling yeah. us what we should do and we should be pushing them around telling them what they could do to save the planet yeah um and so you've given um you've had lunch with, you've given lunch to dalai lama and yeah. prince charles yeah. um <laughs> Do you know if Jeremy Corbyn's going to rock up this year for lunch? I don't know that. I couldn't <laughs> possibly say. <laughs> uh, but if he does, he'll get a great welcome because I think I think if the elections kept had kept going, if, no, if the election pre-elections have been going for a couple more weeks, he might well have found uh, yeah. himself in Downing Street. And the kids obviously love him, mm-hmm. and, and and I think it's great. I think it's great what's happening. And at least now, all the wreckers that are trying to wreck all the agreements, uh, the Paris Agreement and, yeah. and all those things, at least now they can't just go and do it now because uh, there are people going to stand up and be counted and say, no, you can't do that, not in our name. And um, the kids can come out and do that. There's hope at last. Yeah. But lunch for Jeremy Corbyn, if he turns up. If he turns up, we'll, yeah. give, him a, <laughs> we'll give him a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks so much for stopping by and having a chat to me. Um, yeah. I'll see, I'll see you at 10 a.m. for the yoga yeah. in the Greenpeace area. Yeah. Keep the faith. Yep. At Glastonbury. Uh, we are in the backstage bar, um, somewhere in between the pyramids and the other stage. You say bar, it's more like a, a field of, of alcohol. It's a field of alcohol in between the stages, and I'm here with uh, Joan Kieran from Circle Waves. How are you? We're good. Excited. Nervous, got butterflies. Yeah. But the good butterflies, the positive. What do good butterflies look like? Uh, just this like very colourful kind of. Um... I guess bad butterflies is like moths. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I have butterflies in my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you played last night as well. You did a little 
hush-hush secret sex. Well, yeah, you say that, though. It wasn't really that secret. No. I bumped into so many people, and they were like, when are you on? It's just like... <laughs> Tomorrow? No, yeah. you're not. Yeah. It's um, impossible to keep things quiet around here. Yeah, I feel like... It's good, though. I quite, I quite like being part of a festival rumour, and it's not that we're dead, which yeah. is the other... <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. So, did you have fun last night? Uh, yeah, it was great. It was, uh, it's always nice to do those tent shows, the sort of... Uh, the, the intimacy and the smell yeah. it's very thick um, and the people that seem to they're, you, they're not aware of themselves as much because it's, sort of, you know, it's dark and it's, it feels dingy whereas outdoor gigs you're sort of quite unless you're smashed yeah. people tend to be quite sort of you know real whereas think, last night they lost their minds a bit yeah I think Thursday is probably quite a good day to do an intimate up close set because well, the, guy, the smell yeah. isn't going to be quite as bad the smell wasn't too bad it certainly was a smell. But the guy who runs the the guy who runs the tent was like, this is the best slot you can do all weekend. It's like, this is a slot everyone wants. And I was like, amazing. We've got the best slot. Yeah. So we kind of, in a way, headline, headline Glastonbury. Glastonbury. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And you're on the, the other stage. Yeah. That's our post-headline slot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the chill-out session. That's the after This party. is the real warm-down slot now. We just need to, you know, take it easy. Yeah. Play some... Play some covers, UB40 covers. Maybe. <laughs> it's going to be, it's gonna be amazing. It's, it, to be honest, it's kind of, it's what we've worked really hard for the last four years towards these these sort of things. These big shows are what make all those hours in the rehearsal room worth it. Yeah, and you've got a new album as well out there. Yeah, playing it. How's that? It's great. It's nice. If it, it's uh, we we did a warm up show in uh, Gloucester as well. I I sort of forget like how quickly it, those songs can sort of like get yeah. into people's I don't know lives and how people can sort of respond to them and sing every word still makes me dead happy that something that we only did like a year ago is it's it, it seamlessly joined in with everything else we've done yeah uh, would you say that today is t-shirt weather uh, I would say it's light jacket weather mm. but yeah. if you are packed in a crowd watching a gig you could de-jacket it doesn't yeah. look like t-shirt weather, but it feels like t-shirt weather. It's quite muggy, isn't it? It's a bit muggy, it's, yeah. It's just like jacket on, jacket off. It's unpleasant t-shirt weather, so I'm going to have to reword yeah. it. We've got a good selection of jackets here, by the way, for people listening. We've got a leather jacket. We've got a nice suede number as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not messing around. We're on the second record now, so we've got um, <laughs> literally millions to spend on jackets. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people are doing fancy dress all over the place. Have you seen any different creatures? On your travels. Oh, you're good. <laughs> so oh, you're good. Uh, I, yeah, I walked around yesterday. I didn't see as like last time I was here. I saw a lot more of the people dressed up trying to like touch you. Not into that. No. Joe, that wasn't Glastonbury. Oh shit. <laughs> um, I've not seen anyone yet. No, I need to. Uh, but I tend to only really uh, look at the ground when I'm walking around. Yeah. 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 Last night I saw uh, someone dressed up as Theresa May, and then lots of people dressed up as foxes, chasing her around the site. <laughs> That's brilliant. That was great. And how long like, do you commit to that for the entire weekend? Well, I, I, I was saying the same thing. The planning that must have gone into that is next level. Like, I applaud, fantastic, I applaud yeah. these people. We should people. get them on stage. That'd be great. Yeah. If, we'll find them. We'll, we'll, find we'll do them a shout out. <laughs> We're not allowed to be political on stage anyway. You know what? There's been a lot of Jeremy Corbyn chants I've heard. It's like all, all, all yeah. of William Green yesterday. Just every time there was a break. Yeah. 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 We get told to be apolitical, so it's uh, it's Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Fair enough. Life is life. <laughs> but when we come off stage, yeah, whoa, <laughs> wait for the politics to fly. 
Yeah, straight onto BBC Parliament. <laughs> All the way home, BBC Parliament. Some good bills being debated next week. Be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what are you up to um, after you've played and stuff? Are you sticking around for the whole weekend, or we do you need? We fly to Greece at like four in the morning. Um, yeah. Just for a little band holiday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have a festival, um, so we don't really get to to truly uh, live up Glastonbury. But I mean, I'm going to watch like a few bands in Radiohead and yeah, all those, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm going to go watch some theatre. Oh, some, jug- nice. some jugglers. I'm really big into juggling. Lovely. Will you be busting out the Tom York dance? The Lotus um, Flower one when you watch Radiohead? Um, yeah, alright. I mean, it depends <laughs> on how many gin and tonics I've had, but uh, that sounds like I could. I'd have to research it up again. I haven't seen that video in a while. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird though, right? Maybe I'll do it on stage. Yeah, have a little look. I need to find my own Tom York dance, I think, is yeah. my message for today. Maybe, maybe do. Maybe for album number three. You can, you can find your own sort of... Ditch, ditch the guitar. Cut your own path. Britney Mike. Britney Mike? Yeah, ditch Head your guitar. Head <laughs> Mike. But flesh-coloured, so you can't tell. Make it dead musical theatre. Yeah. Tell right. it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And choreography as well. You better get started learning one, it. One of my favourite things at a festival is to watch all the dancers, like, learn all the moves before. I got really <laughs> jealous that we didn't have any. There's loads of, like, bands drinking beer with bellies backstage, and then there's these, like super slim six-pack dudes yeah. who were like busting out like the greatest dance music you've ever seen and I'm just watching them going like man you're just making me tired watching you stop <laughs> it um, so they're always hanging about for whoever's playing I don't know who's got dancers I don't know who it was yesterday maybe Lord or um, Christina and Queens when we were at BBC Big, Big yeah. Weekend their dancers were amazing I was sweating watching them I know ridiculous they're almost too much they make me feel bad jealous <laughs> um, well thanks for stopping by there you go thanks for listening subscribe, comment, rate on Apple Podcasts tweet us at DIYMag and please do share this with your friends that would be ace and that will help us to keep the coverage coming next episode we have loads more lols and chats with the best bands and artists from over the weekend including a chat that Will just did with Big Jeff aka George Ezra DIY Magazine Podcast at Glastonbury.